Oh, I thought I already was. Okay, sounds good. No, Am no, I in the right spot? Fair. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're great. Cool. You're great. Your background's a little dark, but I don't care. Oh, hey, welcome to the WAN Show. We've got a fantastic show wow. for you guys, ladies and gentlemen. And that's actually true. I, yeah. I feel like I say that every single time. No, not I feel like I say that. That is the standard intro for the show. But we've got a great show for you guys today. Luke, okay, the reason the name of the stream is Talk Me Down From The Wall is Samsung just announced their second generation the wall micro LED display and it's like it was meant to be the announcement hit my inbox literally the day that I was having my meetings with James and Jake planning out my home theater at the new place so your job because that seems to often be your job it is is to talk me down from a crazy <laughs> crazy decision Another yeah. big topic today is obviously that the Freedom Phone is most likely a scam <laughs> for gullible people. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Freedom Phone. What else we got? Your Freedom, manufactured in China. Uh, Activision Blizzard is being sued by the state of California for being uh, horrible people. We'll get more into that later. Also, uh, there was another one I want to talk about. Amazon's MMO New World is potentially bricking 3090s, or maybe not. Talk about that later as well. That's a little awkward. All right, let's roll that intro. Oh, balls. Who sponsored the show today? Uh, 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 but, uh, oh, uh, uh, the show is brought to you by Megapro, Redux, and FreshBooks. Man, we should develop products more often because we co-developed a screwdriver with Megapro. It's not even out yet, and they're already paying us back for all the development costs that we paid them for in sponsorships. It's amazing. <laughs> We're going to end up developing the screwdriver for free. Uh, seriously, awesome. Megapro, great products. Local, local company. They're in Port Kells. They're our neighbors. And we are going to do, let, you know what? Let's try something new. Let's do our headline topic second. So people who tune into the oh. stream a little bit later, that's the first thing they're going to see. Why don't we talk oh. through the situation with Activision Blizzard? Oh. You've done the prep okay. on this topic. Yes. Um, the thousand foot view, ladies and gentlemen, is that Activision Blizzard's um, alleged mistreatment of women and minorities, particularly women in the workplace, has now gotten to the point where they are being sued by the state of California. This is not like one complainant is like, they were mean to me. This is like, whoa. Hold on a second. Yeah, this is like super bad. All super, right. super, super, super bad. Talk us through it, Luke. Blizzard over the last little while has been... Blizzard Activision in general has been in a pretty rough spot. It has been described by certain investors as a a like uh, a scheme to just give as massive of bonus checks as possible to Bobby Kotick. Um, it's, it's, most of Blizzard's games have been in some form of decline. They're one of the only developers of a consistent online game that saw a massive decrease in players over the pandemic, which is crazy. I mean, Tons. we should revisit that point later and like talk yeah. about what that means. Actually, I'm going to add that to the doc because that is a, that's a like, how did you manage this? Correctly. Yeah. Yeah, which is crazy. And like, if, if you're running 
if one of your main titles is an MMO and there was a pandemic where people had to stay inside for obscene amounts of time and you lost, if I remember correctly, this is not in my notes, I think it's like 30% of your player base. Like, what are you doing? Okay. Anyways, um, tons of their old guard employees have been quitting. And then now they're being sued by the state of California. Um, I'm just going to go through my notes more specifically because there's a lot of them and I want to kind of fire through them. The video game company behind World of Warcraft and Candy Crush, that's the Activision can, uh, King side of things, is being sued over allegations of its frat boy culture and treatment towards female employees. A two-year investigation into the company revealed discrimination against women, uh, specifically pregnant employees, sexual harassment, um, retaliation, and unequal pay. The company said it was cooperative with the agency in its investigation and that the DFEH, which is the agency looking into this, refused to inform them of certain allegations it had discovered in cases of misconduct in the past. Activision Blizzard Inc. said action was taken to address issues. This part, where there's going to be a lot of these parts. I'm going to try to keep going through it, but there's quite a few of these things that drive me absolutely nuts. This is one of them. Um, if you dive into it significantly more, uh, the DFEH has brought up a lot of problems and Blizzard has been taking action on them. And now that they are suing them, Blizzard's like, whoa, 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 you didn't tell us that we did anything wrong. So ridiculous. Anyways, the company responded to the allegations. Oh, um, da -da -da -da. the company responded to the allegations by saying that the picture the agency painted was not the Blizzard workplace of today. Um, a lot of their comments have been saying that this was stuff from the past. Um, it cited new anti-harassment trainings, a confidential tip line for employees to report violations, and performance-based compensation as its efforts improve. Um, but the plaintiffs said that the pervasive frat boy workplace culture continues to thrive. Uh, women are subjected. Some of this stuff is just like, to be what? clear, all alleged. Just all alleged. Can yes. I just we'll have to wait do a little bit of through. covering here? Yes, yes, yes. That's fair. Um, Plaintiff said in the office, women are subject to cube crawls, which which already involves, sounds disgusting. Yes, <laughs> which involves males drinking excessively. Which I know this is a thing in some like modern web three web 3.0 office and stuff but i've never understood it being able to drink at work is very weird to me i don't drink so maybe that's why but it just seems really odd um but males would drink excessively as they crawled their way through various cubicles and engaged in inappropriate behavior towards the women what um the investigation also found that male employees showed up to work hungover played video games while delegating their responsibilities to female employees and joked about rape and their sexual encounters. One male supervisor allegedly told a male subordinate to buy a prostitute to cure his bad mood. Uh, former senior creative director for the company, Alex Afrasiabi, I hope I said that right, he has an NPC in game, by the way, that people have been running up to in the last couple of days and spitting on, which is highly entertaining. Um, he, yes. did, 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 the department okay. said that he was permitted to engage in blatant sexual harassment with little to no repercussions um, that included hitting on female employees, telling them he wanted to marry them, putting his arms around them to the point where other male employees had to pull him off of other fellow female employees. Um, all this, again, allegedly, but we'll see where this goes. Uh, the company also fired back at state allegations that its toxic culture even drove one female employee to suicide while on a business trip due to a sexual relationship 
that she had been having with her male superior, according to the suit. Um, at a holiday party before her death, uh, the woman's male co-workers allegedly passed around a photo of her vagina, according to the suit. Following her death, police reportedly found that her unnamed male supervisor, that again, she was on the business trip with where she killed herself, um, had brought a butt plug and lubricant on the business trip. Blizzard has said that they are sickened by the reprehensible conduct of the DFEH to drag into the complaint. Oh, the hold on a second. Are you sh- no, I think that's a typo. I'm sure that the statement was, we are sickened by the reprehensible conduct of our employees. Nope. That's what it said, right? Nope. Are you sure? Yep. Because it seems like that's probably what the statement should say, right? Yes. Okay, well, here, why don't you try this again? Read the real statement this time, Luke. We are sickened by the reprehensible conduct of the DFEH. No, no, hold on a drive. second. The DFEH, those are the ones that are are trying to fix the culture there and make it uh, a safe place to work. Yep. Okay, so can you please try one more time to actually get the statement right? Thanks, Luke. We are sickened by the reprehensible conduct of the DFEH. <laughs> <laughs> to drag into the complaint the tragic suicide of an employee who's passing has no bearing whatsoever on this case and with no regard to her grieving family. Um, Did they really and, just play that card? Did what I think happened just happen? just absolutely infuriating. Like, I just, oh man. I It would be, I mean, it would be fantastic if this was brought to court and everything was all okay and stuff. But I mean, there's a lot of dirt and there's a lot of people like this happens all the time, right? Either one person steps forward with a really strong foot, or in this case, the government of California steps forward with a really strong foot. um, And that inspires a lot of other people to stand up and speak. Right. And that's happening right now. There's tons of people standing up and speaking. And, And sometimes um, like not every claim is true, right? A lot of this is allegedly, but there is so much dirt here that I find it very unlikely um, that a very significant amount of this is not legit. I mean, there's a, there... a famous saying, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. Um, and when you've got a little bit of smoke, you might have a really small fire. When you've got a lot of smoke, the odds that the fire is pretty big, um, they, 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 they increase a fair bit. Um, yeah, I mean, so I... there's, there's been two internal responses and this, this is, this is actually very interesting to me. They're far too long to actually go into. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's interesting Oops, looking one. at both of them. One of them is from Jay Allen Brack. Uh, he's the president of Blizzard specifically. And the other one is from Fran Townsend. He's an executive for Activision Blizzard, and he was the security advisor to the Bush administration from 2004 to 2007. Jalen Brack's response is is pretty straightforward. He's been talking about how there's been a lot of emotions, and he's looking into the case specifically. He says, it goes without saying it's completely unacceptable that anyone at the company faces discrimination and harassment. It goes without saying that everyone should feel safe to work here. It goes without saying that it takes courage to come forward. Stuff like that. There's, there's that response um, where, and he talks about how like a company is more than a legal construct and like 
Yeah. The leadership and I, I feel angry, sad, and, and a host of other emotions. Uh, I feel blah, 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 blah. Yeah. He's like, I've he's got it trying up on screen. To be, yeah. yeah. I guess he's trying to be empathetic. The other one goes, as the executive sponsor of the ABK M Employee Women's Network and our chief compliance officer, I wanted to reach out to you. Um, and and where where's his statements here? Sorry. I know this has been difficult for many of us. A recently filed lawsuit presented a distorted and untrue picture of our company, including factually incorrect, old, and out of context stories, some from more than a decade ago. So the thing is, um, and I've had this conversation yeah. a number of times in my life. I am all about forgive and forget. I'm all about moving past things. Um, you know, there there are definitely people that I interact with and that I have relationships with that I feel have harmed me in the past, but I was able to move past them because at some point they made amends in such a way that I, not they, I felt was appropriate. So the thing is, the fact that something is old, the fact that something happened a long time ago does not actually make it in any way more okay than if it happened yesterday. If it happened 10 years ago, but you never did anything about it, never apologized, never made amends on the victim's terms, then it's not old. It's fresh. It might have scars on it, but the wound is absolutely not healed. You get, you kind of get, get what I mean? So yeah. if things are factually incorrect, okay, you know, sure, let's talk about that. But if something is old, that does not inherently mean that it's not horrible still. And out of context, um, I don't know. I mean, really, anything Luke was talking about, um, in I, I can't think of a context where cube crawl makes any sense for like a safe work <coughs> workspace. Because the thing you got to understand is that a safe workspace yeah. is not defined as safe for the people who are like, chill with it. It's defined as safe for the people who that behavior makes them feel unsafe. I had a really, I had a really funny conversation. I'm going to keep it anonymous. Luke will know who I'm talking about. I had a really funny conversation about this um, media company whose studio I was visiting, who uh, had only recently uh, banned people from bringing their dogs to the office with them all day. And I kind of, I laughed, not realizing that this was like a CEO level initiative to, to have dogs at the office. And I was like, well, that's, that's the stupidest thing ever. And they go, well, actually, blah, 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 as a, as a person who loves their dog so huggy, muggy much, it's good to have them there. And I'm like, yeah, right. But your, your no offense, but your little feelings about your dog do not outweigh someone with a dog allergy being physically uncomfortable at work. You have like 40 people working here. The odds that someone is like Pretty high, actually, there's quite a few people that have dog allergies. Sorry, keep going. The odds that someone is very uncomfortable because of your little feelings is, is really, really high. So if your little feelings are that it's okay to drink and be rowdy and inappropriate at work, which let's face it, is what often happens when people drink too much, 
then yeah. that does not override someone else saying, well, no, your, your behavior makes me feel unsafe. And I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm about to kind of get on a, a bit of a soapbox here, but I just don't buy the excuse I was drunk. You know, and the, take this from take this for what it's worth. Take this for a completely ignorant speech from someone who doesn't drink. I don't. Um, but to me, yeah, I was drunk is not an excuse because at some point you were sober. You made the decision to put the glass in your hand while you had all your mental faculties. You knew where you were and what you were supposed to be doing, and you consumed alcohol. Um, so I just don't buy it. Uh, anyway, that's, that's my aside. Carry on. Yeah, no, I, uh, there, there's, there is a lot more to this story. So if you're interested, dive into it. It's a very fresh story. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot more stuff coming out soon. There's been a lot of very, uh, sad, but interesting stories that people have been coming forward with. Uh, if you're, if you want to dive into those, um, but yeah, this is, horrendous um it's not a good look no uh, not at all all right i mean there's not really much else to there's not really much else to say about it um boy yeah. are there ever some there are ever some bad takes in the chat allergies aren't real it's just a way to control the situation i mean tell that to someone who like died of an allergic reaction yeah yeah um, that's an interesting take Okay, got it. If I eat peanuts, I die. That's not real. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so I don't know. I guess I'm I guess I'm out there with that hot take now. There's definitely some people who are not happy about it, but I'm I'm not going to take it back. That's I'm sorry. That's the way I see it. That's the way I see it. I'd, I'm I'd love to take a dog to work. It doesn't mean that I should be able to. I would love to have an office cat. You know why we don't have an office cat? <clears throat> Allergies. Well, yeah, that and I don't think I could rely on people to keep the door closed. And I've lost enough cats from people leaving the door open. And uh, I just don't think I could take it. But yes, also, also allergies. Um, and it's like, I would love to have a cat. And as CEO, if I deemed there to be a cat in the office... A, I would get a lot of support. There's a lot of people who would love to have an office cat. Um, and B, I could just do it. But that would make me a d So I don't have an office cat. I keep my cat at home. All right. So why don't we move on to the next big topic, which is a much happier one. Um, actually, I mean, let's just do a quick, you know, actionable here. So if... If you if you work in the games industry and you're someone who's like, you know, I'm chill, I'm I'm a good one, just see what you can do to kind of step it up one notch. You know, don't just be silent. If you're silent, you're you're an enabler. Um thanks. That's that's about that's about it. All right, let's move on to a happier topic. Luke. Yes. It was it feels to me like it was meant to be. And it wasn't. Okay, can you just wait at least a no. little bit? <laughs> I have to get ahead of this. Sorry, no, I need you to wait a little bit because I need to at least get <sighs> through the topic here. Okay, okay. Right as I was in the thick of planning my home theater setup for my new home, Samsung sent out a press release that they have officially launched the second generation The Wall 
micro LED display. All right. It's got improved colors. It's got improved contrast. It's got a thinner design. The LEDs are now up to 40% smaller. I don't know what up to 40% smaller means um, because they're either 40% smaller or they're not, unless they're talking about the subpixels, in which case, I don't know, an average might be a more accurate way of representing it. Uh, it's got a new AI processor. It goes up to 8K resolution and get this, okay? One of the big reasons why the wall hadn't tempted me at all was that it only reached 60 hertz max. So Sony's uh, crystal LED could do up to 120 hertz, but I believe only at 1080p. Don't quote me on that. It might have been able to do it at 4K. LG's micro LED was, if I recall correctly, limited to 60 hertz. And Samsung's was also limited to 60 hertz. So can you tell me, honestly speaking, that it is not divine intervention that right as I am planning my home theater, Samsung releases a 120 hertz display. You know what? No, I, I think it is divine intervention. Because divine I think, intervention. I think it's. I think they're trying to teach you restraint. No. Yeah. No, that can't be. You got be all it. this other stuff going on. You don't need a the wall. Okay. So, as part of my research. Okay. okay, about okay. the wall, because you can't make a decision. I mean, apparently Luke can. He's like, no. You wow. easily can. How yeah. boring is how that? Much, how much does it cost? You can't... Look, we're going to get to that. No, it's, no, no, it's... no, 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 no. How much does it cost? It features a peak brightness of 1,600 nits. I believe the full field brightness is 500 nits. Don't 100% quote me on that. I'd have to, I'd have to double check the spec. Um, let me just see. Is this... Reused without the uh, oh, oh, this is annoying. The shoot, I have a like a a sales presentation. I have a deck for it, uh, but unfortunately, it's labeled strictly confidential. So I I guess I'll just have to oh. like read off of it. Where's the speeds and feeds? Here we go. Okay, so the consumer luxury living version of it. It's not the business version. It's the consumer one. Will do two thousand nits peak brightness and four hundred nit full field. Um, okay. So that's really, that's really cool. That's really impressive. We can't make a decision unless we have all the information. Um, and the installation document actually does not appear to have the same, uh, the same strictly confidential thing on it. So I'm going to go ahead and pop this up. So this, my friends, this is the wall. Uh, I'm just going to, oop, uh Oh, what I do? Uh Oh, what did I move? Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Did I move? Oh, I'm moving me around. Dang it. Now when I switch scenes, it's going to... Oh, I hate that. Okay, whatever. We're going to try and get it about right. Oh, that's not right. Well, okay. I'm sorry. The suspense must be killing you guys. Cause... Someone in floatplane chat said taking Linus talking over Luke to a new level. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. <laughs> look, Hagrid. Okay. Oh, that's funny. All right. Uh, display capture. Let's just move that a little bit. Okay, here we go. The wall. Okay, so this is the IW008R pre-installation guide. First, let's take a quick looky-loo at uh, how big this puppy is. Okay, so Luke, can you say, honestly speaking, that nobody needs a TV 
that's anywhere from 146 inches to 292 inches. Can you honestly say that? Yeah. As a lover of technology, can I mean, you say you, that nobody you, needs you a TV used, that size? You used the word need. I did. No one, no one needs that. No, no, they don't. Well, Broham seventy four YT says you need the wall, Linus. There's how a much lot. Is it, Linus? There's a lot of people asking <laughs> me how much it costs, but I really feel so, like someone, there's someone in full plane chat said I, I want I want some, in quotes I want something new and shiny, and then in quotes why are you trying to spend money on anything new slash premium most predictable wan show topic ever. Okay, you maybe got us a little bit there, but this is not quite the case because if he wanted a big baller TV. I wouldn't necessarily be that against it. This is a little bit above and beyond because there's a price issue that he's avoiding. Okay, so let's talk about some of the hidden costs of the wall. Okay, okay. so um, honestly speaking, for the size of the room that it's going in, I would not be able to go any bigger than the 146 inch, the wall. Uh, for those of you who not are not familiar, the wall is a micro LED display. So what that means is that it's got all the benefits of OLED. That is that it is a directly emissive display technology. You've got these little LEDs embedded on a, a, black, um, a black background that emit light. Um, so there's no, there's no backlight and color filter, kind of like you would have on, or like a light filter, like you'd have on, a, an, on an LCD. This is not to be confused with a mini LED or... LED TV. Both of those just use LED backlights on an LCD. And it drives me crazy that those TVs got marked, marketed as LED TVs because they never were. They had LEDs in them because they didn't use fluorescence for the backlight, but they were not LED TVs because LED TVs, all, well, not as TVs, but LED displays already existed in places like digital signage in Vegas or whatever. So those mega bright displays that are, you know, shockingly high resolution, uh, you know, all things considered, those are, are direct emissive LED displays. Um, but LED TVs didn't actually exist. Well, now they do. That is if you're willing to pay the premium for them. So they've got the benefits of OLED, which is near perfect blacks um, because it's just a black background with no light coming out of it. You can turn off the pixels individually. But theoretically, without some of the drawbacks of OLED. So OLED, because of the organic component of the organic LED, OLEDs tend to degrade at a faster rate than regular LEDs. That's not to say that LEDs don't reduce in brightness over time. They do. And you can run into sort of burn-in-like issues with them. But the expectation is that micro-LED technology will not suffer from this to the same degree as OLED. Another thing that's unique about microLED is that the displays are assembled from modular panels. So let me just have a look if there's anything in the installation guide. Ah, yes, here you go. So this is the, the non-confidentially marked thing that I can show you. So this is what the grid for a 4K, so that is a 4x4 four four the wall, would look like installed on, on the wall. Uh, so each of these modules is about, uh, what is it? Something by, by 9, 960 or something like that. What's the, what's the exact resolution here? 960 by 540. So that is a quarter of 1080p. 
So because 4K is two by two of like 1080p displays, because these are half of 1080p, it would be a, a four by four, the wall. It's got support for HDR10+, plus. Luke, okay. Um, you know, oh, uh, another benefit of micro LED is near instantaneous pixel response time. So with an LCD, you have to actually wait for the, um, for the film to transition from one state to another. With OLED, that's one of the reasons gaming on OLED is so great. You don't have to wait. It's near instantaneous. We did a great video talking about this with the LG C10. Was it C10 or C1? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. They're both amazing, amazing displays where we used it as a desktop, like kind of gaming display, gaming monitor, and uh, did a pursuit camera test where we we're like, wow, this thing really is near instantaneous. It makes LCDs look like caveman technology. So micro LED should theoretically be in the same boat. So for everything from, oh yeah, right, the brightness. So being able to hit 2000 nits peak brightness puts it far ahead of where OLED manages to be today. So from an HDR content consumption, gaming consumption standpoint, this is theoretically pretty much zero compromise. Now, obviously you could get 150 inch display in other ways. You could do uh, a really high brightness projector in a light controlled room that would absolutely get you there, but you're not gonna get that same contrast. You're not gonna get that same uh, negligible, hopefully, uh, pixel response time. And what I don't know is what the input latency of a display like this looks like, but I would hope it would be very similar to Samsung's regular TVs because what it looks like based on this part of the installation deck right here is that this just uses a very similar sort of brain to what Samsung's existing smart TVs already would. So the media box has eight optical outputs. <laughs> Love it. Four HDMI 2.0s with a single HDMI. Really? They couldn't spring for all four being HDMI 2.1? Are you f***ing serious? Um, okay. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's very surprising to me. Um, anyway, what else we, what else we got here? Oh yeah, okay, so this is cool. Here's the uh, here's the little deck for how it goes together. So you got your M box that goes out to a one connect. Anyway, the point is my hope is that it would behave very similarly to their TVs and you'd get kind of that negligible, negligible input latency on it as well. How much is it? Linus? Now let's talk about the hidden cost, okay? Here is a sample drawing of what a 4x4 the wall would look like in terms of power requirements. For each eight module um, section or like uh, hemisphere of the display, you would need a 20 amp 110 volt circuit. So that's really good to know. And then separately, they've got some guidelines in terms of additional cooling for the room that it will be installed in. Uh, Samsung recommends for the 4K screen size that you add uh, 9,281 BTU of additional air conditioning um, to account for the 2,700 watt hour 
<laughs> Heat load. <sighs> Wait, what, actually, what about the not hidden or or sub cost? What's, I actually what's the upfront cost. I had not seen the part about how I need a um, ten thousand BTU air conditioner just for the TV. Um, okay, okay. So, so Luke, do you know how much it costs already? I have heard a vague suggestion of price from you. Okay, so my understanding, so this is information that you guys could get for yourselves. I'm not spilling the beans on anything from Samsung. Uh, it was as simple as calling their business sales line and telling them I was interested in the wall. And they basically, before forwarding me to anyone, were like, okay, are you even serious right now? You understand that this display starts at around $360,000, right? And I was like, yes, I am aware of this. Starts. Yes. But how, how but, much would your configuration hold cost? on? No, no, there's good news, Luke, because my configuration, okay. due to the size constraints of my wall, would right. limit me to the smallest the wall. Okay. Okay. Uh Mythos in Floatplane chat says that is three tons of additional HVAC. Okay, so according to Floatplane Chat, I have basically gone, gone mad. Um, so that means each module is gonna run you. Let's have a quick. Let's have a quick looky loo here. Uh, divided by what am I gonna have? Sixteen modules. So each module is gonna run somewhere in the neighborhood of twenty grand with the control head probably being somewhere in the neighborhood of like another 20. So what what if what if I have a counter offer? You have a counter offer. Yes, I was working on this a little bit. A counter offer. You know what? Hit me. First of all, you have to glance at your Discord real quick. Second of all, what if you got a big super baller ridiculous way over the top, no one should probably buy it? But do it anyways, TV that's like 15 grand. Super dumb, but whatever. Mm. Massive, fantastic. Yes. You could get the Terrace from Samsung, which like when a, when a TV has a name like the wall or the Terrace or anything other ridiculous thing like that that isn't like just a normal model number, you know it's ridiculous. So you get something ridiculous like that and then get like a 75-inch outdoor TV for the that, pool. An outdoor TV for the pool. Hey, Vaughn, should we have an outdoor TV for the pool? I asked you that already and you said no. She asked me and I said no, apparently. No, apparently I'm pretty stuck on the wall. <laughs> Looks like we've already had this conversation. Also, also, outdoor TV for the pool, that is not the mega baller move, okay? Because you can actually get floating projector screens and that is the mega baller move. Put the... Put the movie right in the pool. But what if someone moves? Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I, it I was just sound mega baller. It yeah, no, it sounds kind of stupid. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 So is buying the wall. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah, it does sound kind of stupid. Okay. Can I? Can I now counter your counter? Okay. What if it's content? What if I could milk this thing so hard for multiple videos? 
Like, what if every new major game release, I could be like, playing Crisis 2 Remastered, Can It Run Crisis, whatever, on 150-inch TV, and I could turn this into into those YouTube views. What if I are could release? It? Are you going to release even 10 videos? Luke, what choice would I that? have? You'd have to because you just bought a, what, $360,000 TV? Sorry, what'd you say? Did you say it was three hundred sixty grand? Some that that is apparently where it starts. Yes, yes. And that's you would buy the starting one. Oh well, I I I mean I, I think so. Yeah, because the it starts at and then it just goes bigger. Your... Yeah, I, I literally yeah. could not put the five k the wall in there. That that's it. okay. 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 Yeah, because what I had heard previously was a million dollars. So no, it, this is a lot cheaper. A million dollars would be for a much <clears throat> larger configuration of it. Yeah. How uh, how much is that AC setup going to cost? Just, oh man! Just in upfront, adding more capacity to your AC is honestly not a huge deal compared to like just installing AC. Like all the duct work and all the contractor labor and blah. Like just getting a higher cap HVAC unit is is water not cooling that my three hundred sixty thousand dollar TV. That is such a video, man. Someone just said that in the Foley chat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's genius. I mean, that's a three, four part video right there. I mean, okay, I, I will give you, if you can get enough content out of it, and it obviously has to be a ton, then sure, because in, to a certain degree, that's a business investment and you could write that off, couldn't you? Mm, no, not really. It's tough. Uh, I might sure? be able to write off a portion of it. It, it yeah. depends. It depends. Oh, maybe you could only use the for how long it was used in the video. Yeah, if I install like, it and in, yeah, it's it's tough. It's challenging. I mean, yeah. if we legitimately like f- this thing up as part of water cooling it or whatever, it's definitely a business expense at that point. Right. Um, yeah. Egg six sixty three says, "Oh no, Luke is getting convinced." Well, no. Okay. If you can recoup the cost, then why wouldn't I be convinced? The, the question is, can you recoup at least a reasonable amount of the cost? Because you can, you can spend a stupid amount of money on a TV, which is something that I know Linus is going to want to do. So that's okay. But this, is beyond, <laughs> this, is beyond a, <clears throat> this is beyond a stupid amount of money on a TV. This is a ludicrously, this is a plaid amount of money on a TV. Um, so it's like, how, how can we bring that down, right? So I think... The challenge that you would have would you would have to find a significant amount of content that you know that you can do that you know will be bangers based around this tv i am not convinced that you can make 10 or more can crisis run on this tv videos um because i don't think that's one like playing games on a yeah insert specs tv well, maybe that'll blow up. I don't know about more than one. I could do videos installing it too, though. Like installing it, so we'd have the it. unboxing. So five there. We'd, we'd have like unboxing it. We'd have uh, preparing the room, like as a vlog. You can have unboxing on multiple channels, sort of. Yeah, we could do a single module on short circuit or something like that, yeah. like taking a closer look at at this thing. Uh, we could have you could do you could do a, a tech quickie on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, how, micro how LED, micro LED TVs. Like, how does the wall work or okay. whatever? Yeah. Um, okay, so then you do like a, like an actual installation vlog, uh, where you 
like put it on the wall and and you just go to full tease and you don't actually power it on then you do like powering it on you do like lmg reacts staff reacts to bosses three hundred thousand dollar tv that is so, that's so clickable um so or wait first you do final install and like you you know i experience it then you do staff reacts too i've already got five videos now luke i you need i think you need 10 plus at least i need 10 plus yes but but okay so at least one more is like gaming on the the whatever some hot new game you guys you are witnessing well, I, I don't think it's going to be more than one of those though you guys so we, are i think we can put you at six Sorry, you guys are ahead. witnessing a live like writer scrum meeting right now yeah <laughs> can yeah. we justify this crazy expense yeah oh my god anthony anthony is on board i am extremely surprised because normally anthony is like the king of practical okay but that's that's the thing is if you can recoup the cost, it's practical. You just have to get there, and get that's going to be tough. Anthony goes, heat your outdoor pool with it and have a combination movie night pool party and, like, do a vlog. Yeah. Ah, ah. Oh, now Nick's messaging me. You could, <laughs> you could make 72 Intel Home Upgrade videos for the price of that TV. Okay, so Nick Light, <laughs> you do not have the buy-in from Nick Light. Uh, Yvonne says, if anyone cares, you don't have the buy-in of Yvonne Ho either. <laughs> that seems pretty important. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, so it sounds like you're going to have to do more than 10 videos. Yeah, I mean, okay, the other thing we don't know is if Samsung's going to try and cut a deal. If they're going to be like, okay, in hopes that Linus makes some videos about this thing, um, and in hopes that it ends up looking like a, a reasonable product, um, you know, we'll, we'll cut him a deal on it. Uh, that, there's a chance of that. You never know. Crazier influencer deals have definitely been cut. Uh, oh, okay, Anthony has sent a clarification. I didn't say I was on board. I'm just saying you need content, LMAO. So Anthony's not saying he's on board. He's just saying he accepts that this ship has sailed and I'm buying of the wall. I don't I don't think the ship has sailed. You don't think so? You can't buy it. Why not? Because Yvonne would have to buy it. Oh, she'd buy it. She'd buy it if I was like, please. <laughs> she'd buy it. Hey, Yvonne, <laughs> would you buy it if I was like, She's making a face right now, she, <laughs> but she didn't say no. She didn't say no Which, because boys, you boys, convince her with content. Yeah, yeah. If she didn't say no, that's a pretty good first step, right? A channel super fun video. She's making breaking a face. my boss's three hundred sixty thousand dollar TV. Nice. No, that's not. That's actually not Huge nice. Huge views. Baraboo Massive live. Views. Baraboo live says no one is on board. Uh, Brandon Westfall says, collab with Amaranth, have her stream in your pool, then project the stream on the wall. I, I don't know. I don't think that's a video. <laughs> no. Um, oh, man. Oh, man. It's a stream, technically. Okay, to be clear, hold on a second. I don't want that out of context. Scatacar says, didn't Blizzard say something? Technically didn't say no. Okay, this is my wife and me making a stupid oh purchase. My. That is not the same thing at all. 
that is not the same thing. Um, yeah. Okay, sell your pool water to recoup the cost. <laughs> <laughs> wall gamer wall gamer pool water oh man iceberg says you buy the wall then sell the gold xbox controller actually i think we are well underway to selling the gold xbox controller we had an interested buyer reach out we quoted them a price and i think the plan right now is for them to buy it and come pick it up i I believe vaughn have we sold the gold controller okay she says she's not sure but colton is apparently working on it wow yeah, and I think that like there's the there's the potential too to to not okay, so it's a big upfront cost, but what about you know when Samsung releases the next generation one? One of the things I have a call with someone technical there, I think on Monday. Uh one of the things that I wanted to ask is, hey, I mean, is this thing it's modular, sure, in terms of you can have it this shape or this shape or this size or this size. But is it modular in terms of forward and backward compatibility? My understanding is that Sony's crystal LEDs, you can take your old LED display wall, micro LED wall, and you can put the new controller head on it. Maybe that means you can add new functionality to it. So could there be follow-up videos where we just put a new controller head on it? Now all of a sudden, does it do 240 hertz or does it do Dolby Vision or you know whatever? I don't know, right? Um, and buying those modules would definitely not make any sense. No, but we could sell the existing modules. So the full, so we're, we're into it, you know, for the investment in this ongoing content, but to continually upgrade it might end up not being as cost prohibitive as buying it in the first place was. Navy Cobra, all right? Navy Cobra and Floatplane. This is a paying customer, okay? Floatplane customer. Please get the wall and then just milk, <laughs> milk the content and videos from it. But okay, right. that's what we're trying to do, though. But we haven't even reached 10 videos. And 10 videos, I think, would be like a really rough minimum. Uh, I mean, I don't even know if I, I don't know if 10 videos would be enough. They'd have to be like pretty banger videos. That's uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, so I'm saying 10 videos I see as a minimum to try to convince other people yeah. to get you to be able to buy it. Not a minimum to be able to make it worth it. Um, yeah. If we're going by by Nick's metric, we need seventy two videos. Yeah. Uh, um. Okay. Well, there's other there's other um there's there's other options there's other options. If I wanted to do something really crazy, uh, Sony has yeah. a laser projector that's I think ten thousand nit peak brightness, uh, or something ridiculous like that. Uh, that might be pretty cool. I think that one will run you around, I want to say, mm, no, I actually don't know. I was going to say 50 grand, but that does not appear to be correct because they have a 5,000 nit peak brightness model that is 85 grand. Okay, so Luke, can you at least get on board with this? If I was going to buy a crazy display, I should get a The Wall rather than this projector because projectors are like never aligned perfectly and The Wall would be aligned perfectly. Huh? <laughs> so so are, are the panels individually addressable? No, I don't believe so. I, I, my understanding is the whole thing acts as a single display. So that's where that controller head comes in and then it has those optical links 
to all of the individual panels that are going to have that awareness of where they're installed. So you have a single HDMI input um, carrying all of your content, and then it's just spread over all the panels. And my understanding is it is supposed to be basically seamless. But from mine and James's experience on show floors and stuff like that, you can kind of see it. But I'm hoping that that's something that they've improved for this particular generation. And and even with previous ones, it was like you had to kind of work at it when you're not trying to see it. You know, like if you're trying right. to see it, you can find a seam. But if you're not really trying to see it and you're just like watching what's on the thing, you, you don't you don't really notice it from my experience. I don't know, man. I think your current TV is pretty sick. Oh, my current TV is totally sick. I've got a uh, a G10, uh, G10 from LG, 77 inches. It's gorgeous. But this is the wall, Luke. It's literally four times the size. It's a wall. How much did the G10 cost? Oh. Uh... How many times more expensive is the wall? So the new generation, the G1 OLED, uh, 77 inches. That's Oh, I guess I should say, hold on. I guess I should say, how much did you pay for the G10? Zero dollars. Oh, man. Crazy. I mean, LG, LG, well, it's infinitely more expensive if you look at it that way, I guess. (laughs) I mean, that's one way of doing it. So uh, a current generation G1, which is the successor to the G10, is going to run you about... 5,500 US dollars, I think, based on current exchange rate. I'm doing the exchange rate in my head. 7,000 Canadian dollars. That's what one of those will run you. That is an amazing, amazing TV. It's actually not the one I would go for, though. If I was going to go for a direct view TV in the room, I would actually go for uh, Sony's A90J 83-inch. That would be my preference. This thing is freaking sick. It's It's... Don't quote me on this because I'm not a TV content specialist, but to my my understanding is that this is the best TV on the market right now. It has some problems. I don't think variable refresh rate is working yet, but given that this is Sony uh, and they like kind of casually make the PlayStation 5, which is going to probably have to support like variable refresh rate at some point, I would imagine they are going to get it working at some point. So I would... I would never recommend somebody else make that investment, but for myself, I will confidently make that investment, um, hoping that Sony will will come through with me. Um, so was this whole thing a setup to try to get approved to buy an A90J? Uh, no, no, no. I, I want to the wall. Yeah. Ugh. I want. Ugh. Would you come over and game on it? Yeah. Okay then. Mario, okay, Mario Kart split screen with everyone having their own 75-inch TV. <laughs> People in chat did, so someone in chat mentioned that you should do, um, did you say it was 12 panels that you were getting? 16, or 16 panels, sorry? Yeah, 16. You should do 16 gamers, one TV. 16 gamers, one TV. That's pretty funny. Yeah, we could, man. We could probably find a way. How the heck would we do that? I have no idea from the software side of things. Uh, SoCal says Linus actually has the wall already. He has the alpaca wall. Yeah. See, it's not that crazy. This is less than I spent on alpaca wool for pillows. Yeah, but you sold the alpaca wool. That was an investment. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yes. We got to find enough videos so that this can be an investment, which is not going to happen. But at least, you know, at least recoup some of it. All right. I wanted. I'm. 
I want to try. I want to at least see what Samsung's offer is. Yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That seems very reasonable. If Samsung comes to me and they're like, you know, yeah, assuming you're going to feature it on your channel, you know, here's a $5 discount. Um, I'm going to be like, <laughs> go buy yourself a coffee. Yeah. Let me, let me think about it. But if Samsung comes to me and they're like, okay, yeah, we're, we're willing to kind of discount this in the form of like a sponsorship or something. And then maybe, maybe I would consider it. Uh, the we'll funny do, thing we'll is we'll do heavy sponsorship on each one of those videos or something. Yeah. Something like that. I honestly doubt it. So my, from my experience dealing with these companies, uh, more like business oriented business units is that they tend to not really, um, they tend to not really keep up with marketing and exposure trends as fast as the consumer divisions do. So there Makes tends sense. to be kind of this assumption that a customer for the wall doesn't watch Linus Tech Tips and therefore would not gain any awareness or purchase intent from watching Linus Tech Tips, which is always and that something... might be that might even be true. But the thing sort is, of. the the people that engage with that customer do, and a lot yes. of like, if if I can add some some insight here, which I'm sure Linus is going to go into anyways, a lot of people making those decisions will look to their friends and family for input, and if the tech person that knows that person is like holy crap, I saw this really cool, the wall thing. If you want to make this store, business, shop, whatever, really pop. Mansion. Mansion, yacht. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to make Jeff Bezos's $500 million yacht or whatever the heck that was really pop, you can get this, the wall thing. Um, and you need exposure to to have people make the decision be your product instead of someone else's. So, I mean, that's do it. That's a perception. That's a perception I've been pushing back on pretty much my entire career. Um, I remember a particular enterprise processor maker uh, sending me this bewildered email over how many inquiries they got based on the exposure on our channel, and I was like, "Yeah, you know what? The CEO of whatever probably doesn't watch our videos, but well, he I does. Like he might, but just I, but yeah. I guarantee you that." the entire like tech staff and their like their IT staff does. And so yeah. where do you think sales reps, where do you think recommendations to CEOs come from? From their technical advisors. So it's one of those things where, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if they think it's we'll see if they think it's uh, a good idea to work with us on it. We'll see if it works out for them. I mean it could be the it could be the single worst investment they ever made. I don't know. Probably not, though. Uh, I, I seriously doubt it. Deaxis Prime says, do they offer six-month interest-free financing? Oh, boy. I I guess I hope so. <laughs> I mean, oh, boy. All right. Before I spend this money, though, it's probably a good idea for me to try to make some, you know. That segue. Prove to the, prove to the team I've still, I've still got it. Oh, yeah. no, I got signed out of... I got signed out of Google Docs right in the middle of the show again. How unusual. Uh, okay, let's see how quickly I can sign in. That's one. Uh, wait, do you have, can you put the lower thing up? Uh, I yeah, can I can. You put the lower thing up. Hit Just me. Tell me which one you put up. Pulseway. Pulseway, that's not one of them. Oh, crap. Did I not put the right lower thirds in the thing? Yeah, it's Mega Pro, Build Redux, and FreshBooks. Well, there's your problem. Uh, okay, we're going with Mega Pro first. Boom. 
Thanks to Megapro for sponsoring today's WAN show. They just announced their new 24-in-1 precision screwdriver, designed specifically for those working with electronics, technology, security, jewelry, and any other repairs in a micro-style environment. It comes with 24 of the most popular precision bit tips, all conveniently stored in the Megapro patented retractable bit cartridge. Its palm saver cap allows for fluid rotation of the end, allowing you to seamlessly tighten and loosen screws with a single hand. And if you get really good at that, you can get really fast. It's very cool. Um, raised rubber grips provide even further control and comfort, maximizing speed and efficiency on any project that you tackle. Pre-orders are open, so click the link below and grab your precision screwdriver today. Yeah, Mega Pro. It's good. It's good shiz, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the show is also brought to you by FreshBooks. FreshBooks is built for you, the small business owner, and actually for your clients as well. It's an invoicing and accounting solution that they say saves the average user 46 hours a month, helps them get paid up to 18 days faster, and increases their ROI by 11 times. I actually don't know what that last point means. What does increases their ROI by 11 times? The point is, if you save your time, you will get more returns. So I guess that's what they're trying to say. These are huge benefits for freelancers and for small business owners who don't want to waste time on invoicing, accounting, and payment processing. Because newsflash, that is not the work that you are being paid by your clients to do. That is just necessary, busy work that you have to do to get paid for the things you were paid to do. Over 3,000 business owners have rated it an average of four and a half out of five stars on GetApp. It is super easy to get up and running, and with their award-winning support, you are never alone. So fr try FreshBooks for free for 30 days, no credit card required, by going to freshbooks.com WAN. Don't forget to enter WAN in the How Did You Hear About Us section. The show is also brought to you by Redux. That's right. Redux is the PC builder that is trying to bring PC gaming to the masses. Their parts do not have a price markup compared to if you just bought them yourself on some retailer, and they charge just $75 to, as a fee to build your PC. That $75 includes not just them assembling the PC for you, but also a two-year warranty on parts and labor. So you just select your budget, pick what games you play and how you want them to perform, and then let them build your PC. You can customize anything that's going inside the machine based on the games that you actually want to play. So don't wait. Start your build today at buildredux.com slash Linus. And it's kind of an open secret that Redux is closely affiliated with the Digital Storm folks. So um, basically, they've been doing this a long time and they know what they're doing. This is not just some random fly-by-night budget PC builder. I would have very high expectations of my Redux PC. Do you want to talk about... Oh, no, actually. So the thing that I that I had actually wanted to talk about, the, the money I had needed to make, was in new product launches on LTTstore.com. That's right. We've got ah. actually a ton of new stuff this week. We've got a new shirt design from the one and only Sarah Butt. I think this thing looks absolutely sick. Like a retro pixel art inspired uh, graphics card design. So it's kind of light blue, dark blue, and purple. Uh, we did not go with the kind of retroly looking LTT logo on the back. I just thought it was kind of a bit much, but yep, super cool design. We've also got new colors of the Do Not Drop t shirt. So we, oh, oh, apparently the GPU shirt is next week. <clears throat> That's not like. I was going to say, I, I don't see it. <laughs> uh, okay, so the products we're launching this week are <laughs> Linus plushies. That's right. 
bearded or not bearded, get your Linus plushies here. Hello, I'm, I'm Linus. I'm Linus 2. What do you mean Linus 2? You mean Linus 3 because there's another one behind us. Um, yep. Com <laughs> complete with socks and sandals. Uh, LTT stealth hoodie. Um, what's that? What's the brand of jeans I wear, hon? Urban Star, Urban Star jeans. We didn't actually put any branding on it. We were gonna have a lanyard, but it ended up looking like just a loose thread coming out the side, so we ended up doing away with the lanyard. Uh, and we almost did a we almost did a toque like a beanie, but it ended up looking like a yarmulke, and it's not inherently problematic, except that I'm not Jewish, so it would have been kind of like, why? Why is he wearing that? Um, so yeah, we've got a spiky hair, non-bearded one. Oh yeah, we've got earrings though. We did, we did put the earrings in there. Uh, and then we have a non-spiky hair bearded model. So we'll see. I, I have a feeling I know which one's going to sell better. Everyone's super always more into the beard. But um, yep, those are, those are definitely available now on LTTstore.com. If you're asking who was asking for this, uh, the answer is a surprising number of people. <laughs> your very own Linus, $24.99. So they're pretty affordable priced considering you get your very own linus so that's cool oh yeah and do not drop uh other colors there you go so we now have them in green orange and purple da, 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 da. so those are 19.99 don't forget that we've got mystery shirts those have been extremely popular over the last little bit and look at this color selector is this the new color selector luke no this isn't the new one i don't think no no never mind luke's team is working on a new color selector that is better than this one this is the old kind of lame one uh, okay, so there it is, the Linus plushie. Uh, oh yeah, okay, here you go. I want a holographic Linus at my house so I can see him every day. Not gonna lie, PewDiePie 2021. Well, it's not a hologram, but now you can have your very own Linus at your house in cute plush form with your choice of beard or no beard to match your favorite version of the Tech Tips man. We've got beard and no beard. Sweet. Lloyd worked very hard on these. I think he did an absolutely outstanding job. They're pretty awesome. Caricaturizing me in uh in plushy form um yeah these are not stuffed with alpaca by the way just so you guys know these are i'm offended at 24.99 that was not going to be a thing uh we figured this is more of like a novelty kind of just kind of fun item and because no one's going to be actually like lying on it it doesn't need to be stuffed with alpaca wool but it still feels it still feels pretty darn good this one all right I feel like you guys should have had like a limited version, uh, like a limited run. Well, who's who's to say there isn't one? Actually, there isn't one. I don't think. No, these, oh. these are it. These are the two. So enjoy, enjoy, ladies and gentlemen. Please buy lots of them because I have to um, get a micro LED TV. So, yes, move fast, move fast. Thank you. All right, why don't we jump into our next topic here? Uh, or do you want to talk a little bit more about the thirty percent decrease in WoW players over the course of the pandemic? Like, we can. It's. Uh, I guess there's not really much to say other than I don't, wow. I don't have a lot of notes it? for it, but it? it's it's wow. funny. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe they yeah. did that. Okay, fine. Let's there's talk other about stuff like their newest expansion. It it took them nine months to add a patch to it. So like the content that was in the game, there was no more for nine months, which is absurd. Um, Given that you're paying and, a subscription fee, that's kind of rough. Yeah, and then <laughs> you pay. Well, you paid for the expansion. And you pay a subscription fee, right? Yeah. Um, there's also like, yeah, it, 
Blizzard in general lost 29% of its active overall player base in three years. That was as of May 2021. Since that expansion came out, if I remember correctly, they lost like over 41% of WoW players. Like it's been it's been a, a bloodbath over there. Um, there was another one that I was trying to remember, but I don't. This stuff wasn't in the docs. So. That's pretty rough, actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, why don't we talk about some... Uh, actually, this isn't really good news. Amazon's MMO New World bricks. <laughs> Some RTX 3090s with EVGA FTW 3s apparently being particularly affected. So the closed beta started on July 20th, and after that time, several reports of bricked 3090s cropped up. And so this is a quote. So after hitting the play button for New World Beta, the game started to load, followed immediately by fan speeds increasing to 100%, FPS dropping to zero, and then my monitor's turning off, and my video card is no longer detected. So I reboot the PC and everything seemed to work fine. I even tried a few other games to make sure I had no problems. So I hit play on New World again and same thing happens, but this time I heard a loud pop and now my 3090 won't get past post on boot up. And this is from Goats from the New World forums. Other users are reporting similar behavior, either waiting in login queue or even while playing. It appears to mostly affect EVGA FTW3s. Uh, Not but only. Just a little asterisk there. Mostly, but not only. Yep. Sorry, keep going. And Jay's Two Cents tested it himself yesterday and couldn't get it to happen, but did find interesting results. The card seemed to be overdrawing power by more than just 1% or 2%, even when not at 100% usage. Uh, he later tweeted that other GPUs are encountering the issue as well, but this is considered to be kind of less confirmed at this point. People are speculating that the un that uncapped frame rates are the issue and think it might be similar to what happened with StarCraft II back in 2008, but given that it could happen during gameplay, that doesn't seem like it would entirely explain the issue. Uh, Amazon did put out a statement saying hundreds of thousands of people played in the New World closed beta yesterday with millions of total hours played. We received a few reports of players using high-performance graphic cards and experiencing hardware failure when playing New World. New World makes standard DirectX calls as provided by the Windows API. I don't know if it's a, is it a Windows API, DirectX? Anyway, it doesn't matter. We have seen no indication of widespread issues with 3090s, either in the beta or during our many months of alpha testing. It is safe to play. Um, and in order to further reassure players, we will implement a patch today that caps frames per second in our menu screen. We are grateful for your support, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. And EVGA has confirmed that it will replace all bricked GPUs. Can I, I just it... say, oh, go ahead. So I, I think I know what you're going into, and yes, very cool. But before that, I love that Amazon tries to counter the fact that 3090s specifically are having issues like popping and, and yeah. freaking blowing up. They try to counter that by saying hundreds of thousands of people played the New World's closed beta. How many of those people have 3090s? Yeah. Stuff it. Probably like very few. Come on. I mean, like, we know what? that for a Get fact. Off it. Oh my goodness. Can Sorry, I just say going. that just because EVGA's card fails doesn't mean that you should be like, uh, 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 EVGA bad. Because if I'm going to have a GPU that accidentally, you know, experiences some kind of unforeseen issue, I'd be pretty happy it's an EVGA because I know that they're going to deal with it. This, this reminds me a lot of, remember when we did those tours? We did, uh, we did Sennheiser and we did Omron mm -hmm. way back in the day. Both companies really wanted to hide their their failed production yeah and we were like no this is cool this shows that you have like a good system in place to not ship failed yeah. products you have users. standards 
and, and this is a good thing. This is the this is one of those type of situations, in my opinion. Yeah. This would make me want to buy an EVGA graphics card. Yeah, we're not this crapping on EVGA. No, this is great. This is what you you want. This this is a very very like, um, like. I don't know what phrase to use for it, but, oh, but just there we go. EVGA is taking the high road, 100% taking the high road. They yeah. responded very quickly. They reassured their very dedicated customers. These are people buying extremely expensive GPUs that they'll be okay. They're going to get a new graphics card. That is extremely cool. Yeah. And reasons like this are, I think, one of the reasons why EVGA has really strong uh, customer loyalty. Yeah, they've got a great reputation. Uh, and they they've, been, they've been behaving this way for a lot, a lot, they a lot have. of years. Yeah, I've told my story about my like mineral oil thing many times. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Now I have to what ask is, our community a question. Eve wants us to review the Spectrum. Okay, so this is their like you know crowd spec. You guys remember Eve, right? So they made that Eve V Surface competitor thing. A lot of people ended up being extremely upset at the way they were treated by Eve. Um, their their reputation, not perfect at this point in time. Now, we covered an early version of the Spectrum. This is their monitor. And honestly, our coverage of it was not particularly favorable, but we still had members of our community that were upset that we gave any exposure to them whatsoever even though we acknowledged in the video their history of it being difficult to cancel pre-orders and their shipping dates uh, slipping. We said in the video that Eve was estimating a ship date of whatever. And then we said right in the video that if from my experience and what I know about launching products, that that is not going to happen. But people were upset anyway about us covering it at all. Can you guys tell me what to do? Because it is a it is a um, a consequential product, and I would like to cover it. They have sent us a a final production unit apparently, but if you guys don't want me to cover it, that's it. It stays on the shelf. So guys, hit me up. Just let me know. We're just gonna let the community decide. This is one of those things where uh, we're gonna straw poll. Strawpool.me. Here we go. Cover the Eve Spectrum. Okay. And we're not going to have any like stupid throwaway. Um, we're going to have any stupid throwaway, you know, turnip responses or anything like that. I need to know do we cover this thing or do we not? Mostly, I, I don't think I've seen anyone in full plane chat say anything other than cover it or do it. We'll have to see what the poll result is. We but... gotta, we gotta go to the polls. We gotta go to the yeah. polls. We need to know yeah. what the Flo entire community. is extremely on the cover it side. I'm pretty sure you've only pasted it to Floatplane so far. I hit um, Twitch as well. Okay, still waiting for those results to so come in. So here's some results rolling in. We're looking at we've got 422 votes, and so far, 90% of the community says cover it. But something. To kind of give you guys context for this, um, if 10% of our community is upset about us covering a product, that tends to have a significant impact on the video's performance because people will like be mad. 
Now, you whether should, you should post, you should uh, host the A roll in a, in a in like a pigsty or something as a reference to the company reputation. <laughs> it's in the mud. It's in the mud, ladies and gentlemen. And mud's a nice word for what it is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, with that said, like if the will of the people is that lucky eighty eight percent of them want us to do it, then I really think that in the interest of of finding out if a small company can can make a compelling monitor uh, we kind of have to cover it then i mean we can include caveats saying like look these guys have a real patchy history and you know maybe what we do is we front load that information rather than saying okay here's the product by the way here are the caveats because that's usually the way that i like to structure a video i like to say okay here's why i'm excited about this come along for the ride. Here's the problems I found. That's my, that's my general format that I prefer. But what I could say is, here's all the problems I found. Now let's see if it could even possibly be worth rolling that die because this product is that amazing. I guess I have no choice. For those wondering, the Eve Spectrum's main claim to fame is just that it's high refresh rate. It's got support for variable refresh rate that the specs on paper look outstanding it looked like it was going to be the first hdmi 2.1 market to hit but that was before the delivery date slipped again and again and again um so it, it did have some buzz i just don't really know if there's any buzz now but 90 percent of you seem to want us to cover it so i guess uh that's i guess that's good I, oh, i've never dove into these guys before there's some this is yeah this is rough all right Speaking of things that I would love to cover, the Freedom Phone. Eric Finman, please send me a Freedom Phone. I am extremely excited to check it out. Eric Finman announced on July 14th, the Freedom Phone, the first major pushback on the big tech companies that attacked us for just thinking different, complete with its own uncensorable app store and privacy features. We are finally taking back control. For the tech savvy, our operating system on the phone is our own blend of AOSP, Lineage OS. Wait a minute. What do you mean blend of AOSP and Lineage OS? Graphene you OS. Can just, you can just do that, right? Like you just take, so like if you want a new operating system, you just take Windows. This is my representation of Windows. And you just take Linux and you just go, and then you just have a new operating system. Well, it's I totally mean, fine. To be clear. The code just like, slides into itself like lineage os and aosp i mean you, you they you, are the same base, yeah right? i mean lineage os is foundationally based on aosp yeah. so then why would you mention aosp because they like, have no idea what they're doing are you Sorry. derived from lineage os or derived from aosp uh and our own personal development i hope you mean development team not they personal did development. something what oh this is great our tech, wait a second. Oh, wow. The, these claims are like easily provably false. Our tech is a custom model of a phone with parts from all over the world, but the phone is not manufactured in mainland China. Our, where did they get this? This stock picture right here looks amazing. Um, our design team in the US scoured the USA to find a manufacturer that was able to make a phone at the scale we need, but we found a horrible truth. The United States at scale is not capable of making a phone. Okay. 
we ended up with an incredible manufacturer with the free and freedom-loving people of Hong Kong. Hong Kong is particularly free right now, is my understanding of it. Um, we went through the supply chain with a fine-tooth comb and made sure any chips or other internals were replaced if they did not meet our security analysis. We even have representatives that monitor the production at the factory and, new paragraph, the best has yet to come. Um, all right. The best is yet to come. Yeah, it comes preloaded with Fortnite. That's pretty cool. That's probably the best thing so far. Uh, so it's, yeah, it says it's manufactured in Hong Kong, but the company that manufactures it, uh, their HQ is in Shenzhen, mainland China. Um, uh, oh, well, hold on. You haven't even done the best part yet. It appears to be a rebranding of this Umi Digi A9 Pro, which goes for anywhere between $120 and $175. Well, the Freedom phone will cost you $500, but that's a small price to pay for Freedom. Um, yeah, they, they say that they, they, they confirmed that the phone was manufactured by UmiDigi. They said that the price hike is due to customized hardware and improved memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes preloaded with a number of apps, Parler, MeWe, Rumble, One America News, Newsmax, and Fortnite. Fortnite. Uh, wait, even if the above apps were banned, Android users could decide. Oh, that's interesting. Why Fortnite? Is this like trying to appeal to the kids? I, I don't understand who, who they're knows? targeting with this. I thought this was more like for Grandpa. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little confused. This is great. Now, as for you know, I mean, with anything that you know, with anyone who wants to take an anti-censorship stance, right? It's important to maintain openness in your public discourse, right? Um, interestingly, uh, the transparency of Eric Finman here does not appear to be 100%. Already, this is, this is a great initial reply. Mark had a legitimate question. Where does child porn stand in this? If a couple, or dare I say, thousands of child abusers use this phone to share explicit child pornography, will there be any protection or still uncensored? And you blocked him. That's suspicious. It's, it's almost like they have done absolutely nothing other than slightly tweak an, an Android skin and uh, upcharge a, uh, a, an UmiDigi. To be clear, UmiDigi, uh, I've seen some devices from them that are like pretty solid, but uh, it's certainly not, it's not not Chinese. Let's just say that much. Uh, so they've they've slightly tweaked uh, an Android installer, and then they have uh, increased the price of an UmiDigi phone over the base price on AliExpress. Pre-installed apps are pretty valuable. What if what if you don't know how to uh, install applications? And then they've taken subsidies from some app makers to well, okay, I I, I can't guarantee they did that or not because some yeah, I or think not. I don't I'm not really very familiar with these apps but i think some of them might be off the app store legitimately so they might have i was making a joke but it might actually be a value add to have some of these apps pre-installed because i i guarantee you there's people that wouldn't know how to or wouldn't want to sideload an app yeah all right um cool Uh, okay, so yeah, that's probably a bad idea to buy unless you just want to um, 
I mean, I'd be surprised if they ever ship anything, to be perfectly honest with you. But if they do ship something, that's probably a bad idea to buy because you could just like you just sideload the apps if that's what you want to get some other phone and put Lineage OS on it and yeah. install whatever Rumble is. Um, I have no idea. I'm... Jeff Bezos sort of went to space. Sort of. Sort of. Not an astronaut. That's been clarified. Uh, the richest person on the planet, Jeff Bezos, briefly went to the boundary of space on Tuesday, accompanied by his brother, Mark Bezos, 82-year-old pilot Wally Funk, and 18-year-old Oliver Damon, who was Blue Origin's first paying customer and whose father, an investor, purchased his ticket. The paid passenger who originally meant to be uh, the paid passenger who was originally meant to be on uh, the flight was an anonymous bidder who had pledged $28 million for the place in the first flight, but couldn't go to a scheduling conflict. That's got to be one heck of a scheduling conflict. No kidding, right? Um, there's some other information about the, the flight and stuff. Basically, his spaceship looks extremely phallic when he landed uh, and he, he took off with a cowboy hat. He took off from Texas. Epic. When he lands, uh, first of all, he has this amazing evil laugh moment. Um, which is which is just fantastic. Is he probably trying? Is he trying to be real life Doctor Evil? One of my <laughs> one of my things when I watched the the evil laugh clip, uh, personally, I think he was just trying to come off really manly, and he was trying to keep his laugh bassy. That's that's what I got from it because he's okay. got this cowboy hat. He just flew on a thing that <laughs> looks extremely phallic to the edge of space and comes back down. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a manly man. <laughs> That's what I got from his laugh, but I don't know. Um, another thing that I really loved, though, is in a post-flight interview, um, he he's talking about how he appreciates this certain town, because I'm assuming that's where his, his launch uh, happened. Um, and probably a lot of the R&D and all this other kind of stuff. Uh, but he, once he's done thanking that town, he laughs and then says, I also want to thank every Amazon employee and every Amazon customer because you guys paid for all of this. Bam. That's a surprisingly and transparent moment. I loved that. So whoever, whoever <laughs> on his great. PR team, like we've seen how Bill Gates... Um, got some got got a good good PR team sort of rehabilitating his image after retirement from Microsoft. It seems like uh, Jeff here has enlisted the help of some similar folks, hence the sort of weird um, you know cowboy hat thing that he's got going on like you, you Jeffy, you gotta appear more relatable. you gotta do this, you gotta do that right? You know if you want you gotta be more philanthropic, you gotta try to, you got to try to not get eaten when the people rebel and want to eat all the billionaires. You got to try to be the cool billionaire. Um, they probably had, you know, one of those oh shit, moments when that slipped out of his mouth because that is not relatable. That is that is literally him going, "Hey, thanks exploited working class." Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty brutal. Straight up I love it. I love it. <sighs> yeah, yeah, pretty rough. Lots of uh, lots of extremely rich people going almost to space lately. Um, it will be a lot more interesting to me once we have people like uh, a massive increase of people 
landing on Mars, potentially building long, long-standing structures there and going to, or sorry, landing on the moon and potentially building long-standing structures there and then hopefully Mars as well. But um, just flirting with the edge of space is not particularly interesting to me. All right, last big topic today. Or, um, or NASA, I guess, because he's got an astronaut. LOL. Sorry, moving forward. Oh, yeah, yeah. The definition of NASA or the definition of astronaut got, like, clarified. Who clarified it again? I thought... Was it NASA? Uh, I don't know. I don't have... Notes. Give me yeah, a second. Some authority basically came out and was like, yeah, tourists who go to space are not astronauts. I was like, okay, yeah, that's fair enough. Um, MediaTek. So NVIDIA demoed a MediaTek ARM... CPU running games with an RTX 3060 with ray tracing and DLSS enabled. That is pretty cool. They ran Wolfenstein, Youngblood, and The Bistro on a MediaTek Companio 1200 ARM processor. Uh, it's, it's the FAA. Sorry. FAA. Thanks. It's many years out, but it is uh, pretty amazing to see that running today. NVIDIA said the performance and energy efficiency of ARM CPUs with NVIDIA technology will open an entirely new class of PCs. Um, well, sort of. I mean, that class of PCs already exists. It's called the Nintendo Switch, which is just a locked down PC, um, you know, in the same way that an NVIDIA Shield is also a locked down PC. Um, so yeah, it like kind of already exists, but running a mainstream game, well, Actually, no, we've kind of seen that too. Remember, wow, I totally forgot about it. Remember NVIDIA's whole like uh, game on shield push? Remember how there was like, was it was it Half-Life 2 for shield? I completely forgot about this. This is from 2014. NVIDIA had a whole thing where they were pushing game developers to port their games to run natively on shield. Okay. So this is not new. It's not news. It's just um, new that it's like happening again and probably happening for real this time because ARM has got a lot more momentum outside of portable handheld devices than it did seven years ago. Cool. Um, another... Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, and uh, Alex said, my thoughts, although this is awesome, the id tech engine seems to be incredibly flexible. So um, they could be as much to thank for this as uh, NVIDIA and MediaTek because they're amazing. Uh, so yeah, that that's very fair. Good job, id. Uh, as a bonus piece of news, AMD, oh, not AMD. Uh, this was done by an individual, if I recall correctly. Uh, yeah, computer scientist Rene Reeb, or Rebe, Ooh, sorry, patched the Linux kernel to bring support for the RX 6700 XT on a RISC-V CPU from Sci-5. Apparently, it only took about 10 hours of coding to get it to work. Um, but to be clear, that, okay, uh, Rene was not running 3D games like Wolfenstein Youngblood, uh, but rather just getting it working at all. Uh, yeah, I'm which is very cool, so. pretty stoked about that. Oh, Alex even has a note. I don't know why, but I'm way more stoked about this news, probably because I'm just a RISC-V fanboy. RISC-V yeah. is so exciting for the future. Like, really, really exciting. It's it's very open, and it's moving really fast. It feels like, probably for the general consumer, that a year or two years will go by before you see any kind of significant news, but it's happening. It's happening fast 
and furious back in behind the scenes. Like it's it's really cool. Um, and it has pretty much, we hope, all the benefits of something like ARM, but kind of like, you know, how ARM doesn't carry a bunch of legacy nonsense that x86 has to deal with. RISC-V is all about cutting out all of that fat. No legacy nonsense. Um, extremely lightweight, extremely efficient. I'm, I'm super, super excited for the future of, of RISC-V. Uh, and I guess that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, 10, 10 nanometer fast at last. 12th gen core benchmarks over 20% faster than Ryzen 5950X, according to Anthony's uh, link here to some leaked benchmarks. So that's, that's pretty exciting. Intel and AMD leapfrogging each other. Love it. Can't wait to see it. But I don't think I'm going to say too much more about that because we're just going to wait for finished hardware at this point. It looks like we're getting pretty close, which is extremely exciting. And I think that just leaves me to go through some super chats and tell you, please buy more plushies. Please, I need to buy a wall. Okay, I don't actually <laughs> need a wall. You paid for this. That's going to be the opening line of that video. <laughs> Thank you to all LMG employees and, and all LMG viewers. Uh, you paid for this. You paid for this. Should I straight face do it? So anyone who doesn't watch WAN Show is just going to be like, what an asshole. <laughs> Probably not. You don't think so? You don't think so? No, no, I don't think so. I might do it anyway. I mean, <laughs> whatever. Can my can my image get any worse? I, 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 yeah. I don't know. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick Light asks, are you going to chant, build that wall, build that wall? Oh, my goodness. Hey, hey, my wall would serve far more of a purpose than that particular incomplete wall. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and jump into some super chats here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Robert Mail says, YouTube won't realize that Gabe is guest starring this show. That is a really good point, Robert. Thank you. True. Um, Austin says, bought the Bader Waddle and T-shirt. Loved the nice sticker. Perfect. Uh, Mr. Colton Gaming decided on a 40-ounce water bottle in black and white. All right, cool. Josh says, I would like to say, Linus, best lanyard ever, lttstore.com. It is the best lanyard ever. It's like indestructible. I freaking love it. And it costs like an extra 42 cents or something like that to make it well built like that. So anytime you get a lanyard, you know it's because they actually just didn't care at all. Not even a little. Uh, Cam Ye says Activision Blizzard sounds like a disgusting place to work, but I wonder how indicative in the industry this kind of conduct is, uh, given previous allegations at Riot previously. How oh how indicative this is of this kind of conduct in the industry? I think is what Cam Ye means. Uh, well, probably quite indicative. Um, I mean, I've had my own experience of kind of you know bro corporate culture in the tech industry, which is also predominantly male. Uh, don't imagine for a second that this is just isolated to Activision Blizzard. Uh, Michael Hogue says, built my first custom loop. 5900X gets up to 90 degrees at only 50% utilization. I've tried remounting the CPU with same results. Um, hmm. Man, that's a, that's a tough one. That's a tough one because AMD's IHSs are soldered. That should be fine. I mean, that thing is a pretty toasty chip. 
but I guess it depends how long you're running the loop and how much radage you've got in there. If you've only got like a single 120 millimeter rad, you might just be saturating your radiator, like heat dissipation capacity. So uh, you might need to add more radage. Uh, Shu125 says, hi, Luke, need another flag? Question mark. Also, FAB, Linus, good luck the house. Does that message mean anything to you? Shoot. At first it didn't. I think I now know who it is. Okay, then. I think it was... Uh, remember we received a flag, but we couldn't put it on camera for reasons? Oh. This is a long time ago. Yeah. I'm assuming it's that guy. Oh, wow. Hey, thanks, so like, I can't. I, I, yeah, I, I can't think of any other flag that that could be referencing but i don't know i don't hey shout out back to hamilton steve glad you love your northern lights desk pad uh they're coming soon we've got a container landed already but we're waiting until we have another couple containers before we reannounce availability again because we just can't have it go out of stock in a few days again um <laughs> nantang says on active liz Fran was only hired this past march so there's questions about how well she understands the broad company culture and about how much she knows about events that allegedly happened years ago. Um, then that statement should not have been made. All right, then. Uh, Krex says, how's your plan of using Home Assistant going? I can recommend Zigbee to MQTT for Zigbee devices and ESP Home for making adapting home sensors. Uh, it's going pretty great so far. We've got a video coming. Uh, Jake and I shot it this week showing proof of concept of uh, using an Ecobee thermostat that is only powered. So it has no data wires whatsoever. You just lie to it and tell it there's data and there just like isn't. It's not connected. It's great. It supports it natively. So you use the Ecobee thermostat and then that communicates wirelessly to Home Assistant, which communicates wirelessly to relays that can turn an AC on and off or can turn a smart uh, damper, like duct blocking thing, a smart damper on and off. It works awesome and it's all local, no cloud relays. Um, it's basically exactly what I was looking for when I made the master plan. Do you know about the master plan? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, <clears throat> this is the master plan. And it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of frustrating to me because I, I asked how to build the master plan and I got a lot of suggestions for other plans, but that's not what I wanted. What I wanted was the master plan, and what I needed was, okay, what are these pieces I need? I need a thermostat with these functions. I need a, a smart valve oh, for yeah, I've seen this. a smart damper for airflow control that communicates wirelessly. Like, what I've ended up with here, it's, it's just really funny because I had a lot of people suggest to me what I want to do, and it's like, in some cases, extremely stupid and convoluted and expensive or whatever. And in other cases, it's basically them telling me to do what I already know I'm doing and already, in some cases, said I was doing. And like, I really appreciate people trying to help, but it's like, no, I know what I want to do. I just need to know what are the actual hardware pieces yeah. to plug in so that I can, I can test it. <laughs> I, noticed, I noticed something with the plan. Oh, what'd you notice with the plan? There's no the wall. Uh, well, the wall is not part of the heating. And oh, well, yes, we're going to need more cooling for the wall. Yes. Um, but what there is, okay, is there's a room here and there's going to be multiple rooms. Okay. And they're all going to have smart valves for flow control. And they're all going to have 
cool air on a smart damper. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna cool the wall. Cool the wall. Cool the wall. All right. Um, Josh says, "Why are we countering the counter? Just buy it." Hey, thanks, Josh. Uh, the villain in this game says, $1,000 HDMI cable on $360,000 TV when? Uh, you know what? I'm going to use a $20 HDMI cable because I'm like that. Okay? Uh, audio. Sorry. Oh, man. Yes. It's like a whole nother topic. So maybe we don't go into this. But what if you're buying a $360,000 TV, what are you doing for audio? I'm actually going to stay relatively reasonable for audio is my plan. Um it's the room is only about what what is it like 20 foot by 30 foot Vaughn something like that so it's it's not an enormous space for a home theater room and the thing is that once you get past a certain point with audio equipment you're paying more for room filling sound right so if I'm in a room that is actually a very reasonable size um, I literally just would not get any benefit out of $20,000 tower speakers, you know, um, like I, I would be just as well served by a really nice bookshelf. Now, I'm probably going to want tower speakers just because I think a couple of bookshelves next to a 146 inch TV would actually just look really stupid. Um, but I'm, I don't think I'm going to go with crazy towers. James is the one working on specking all of that stuff out. So hopefully okay. he'll get me set up with like a quality amp and quality speakers without going really, really, really dumb. Um, Christian Roman says, get the VPL GTZ 380 uh, from Sony. It supports 4K 120 hertz, and it's a projector. Uh, so let's have a look here. Here's a, a pro Sony projector. Yeah, this is this is the one. This is the 10,000 lumen one. I forget how much this thing costs, but it's it's not. Uh, it is not cheap. 10k lumens. I think there's a. We've got a. Here it is. I'm totally done. There's some, something, 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 something. Uh, something, something. Yeah, I don't know. Epson has some pretty crazy stuff as well. They have a 30,000 lumen projector. Like, what? Uh, it's over 100 grand. Um, but hey, that's still cheap compared to the wall. So, I don't know. Uh, Davidian says. Save your money on the wall and make a gold steam deck. Gold steam deck. I'm like kind of down. Oh my goodness. Gold steam deck. If someone buys the gold controller, then I'm super down to just take that money and make a steam deck with it. Like, and then we'll just keep making gold stuff with the same gold. You could just ask the person who bought the gold controller if they're interested in a gold steam deck. Yeah. Yeah. If we have a customer like already ready to go for it, then whatever. Um, Kinestic asks, I'm not sure exactly how bad the housing market in Canada is, but wouldn't a the wall cost about as much as a small apartment in a rural town or a Tesla for each of your kids? Um, I mean, if you go rural enough, you might be able to get an apartment for the price of the wall, but you can't watch your apartment. Not in BC, I don't think. Alfredo asks, what would Gabe say about buying the wall? I mean... I, I don't I don't know if Gabe would really have any thoughts about the wall, to be perfectly honest. No, Gabe would definitely buy a wall. You think Gabe would be into the wall? Oh, because watches... Gabe just wouldn't manage his money very well. No, and he watches every sports game. Right. Oh, course. and you need you need a big TV so that you can get the friends over, have some this brewskis. Is, this is the stereotypical, like, 
Okay, that's fair enough. Blow all the money on a TV and sit on camping chairs in your living room setup, right? Timothy has some great ideas for content. Uh, how the wall can be used as a tax write-off. How the wall got me in trouble with the CRA. And how the wall <laughs> cost me a marriage. These are all great videos. Great video <laughs> ideas. Um, to be clear, whatever arrangement we had or didn't have with the wall and any kind of sponsorship would be would be by the book. Uh, so one of the things in particular is we can't actually promise any exposure, and we don't. We will we will never promise exposure in exchange for mm -hmm. anything. Um, so they would just have to roll that die. I mean, I think the odds of like I want to make videos about it, but I can't promise anything in exchange for it. Uh, Jacob says, hey, guys, my fiance just had her second Flowex 13 die after less than 14 days of use combined. Reeks of a poor liquid metal implementation with how they died. That's very interesting. Um, is yours the same as production models? I don't know if mine is the same as production models, but mine is working just fine. So that's and mine was our original review unit was the 4K one. And I was like, hey, Asus, can I have the not stupid one? So I have the high refresh rate uh, 1080p one now, and I haven't had any issues. But that is a later unit than our original than our original review unit. Uh, Josh says, unbox, setup, explaining the tech, pool heating, menu setting optimization. I don't think that video performed very well. Gaming on it, pros and cons, summary video, converting the room, something random. Trying to get to 10 there. I'm trying to get to 10 there. I love it. Uh <laughs> Toxic Bullet says you could use it like a weather report, but like when showing stats when you're doing reviews and stuff. Yeah, this isn't my like my house. I don't think we're gonna start shooting everything at my house. You could also just do that by like putting stats on the screen, like they've done for years. Um, I have a super so chat. Be like that, probably easier to be honest. I have a super chat that says say baby moon wolf, um, but I think this is like a token or something. So I just want to make it very clear I'm not endorsing it. I just will read things if they're in a super chat. Um, Nate says, so I know you previously have talked about compensating your kids when they appear in videos, and we all know that cats equal more views. Do you compensate the cats for their hard work? Well, see, the cats and I have more of like a master-slave relationship. Um, I give them room and board and food, and uh, they do whatever I want for free, except they didn't get the memo and they just do whatever the they want and don't give a what I want. So I kind of feel like I don't really have to pay them anyway. So that's kind of where I'm at with the relationship with my cat. Cats just, they don't give a So <laughs> love it. Um, so I don't have to pay them because they don't do what I want them to do. Uh, Jacques says, seen someone mention Airbnb, Airbnb the room to recoup some cost. Airbnb the room, like let people rent the wall room. I don't know if I want just like random people. No, you'd have to have a crazy house. like agreement. In case they damage it or something. Mr. Yodabomb says, I want to buy one of these plushies, but as a grown male, I feel the need to get a girlfriend first to avoid an awkward conversation with my family. Yeah. Nah, it should be fine. Should be fine. It's clearly just a little cute plushie. I think you're good. Uh, JS2K says, here's some cash for the wall and to buy an LTT alpaca farm. Yeah, well. Oh, man. Um, Robotech, I can get an Envy with an i7-10700 and a 1660 for 750. Should I get an Index? I wouldn't go Index with a 1660 graphics card. 
I would I would probably get I would say prioritize your 2D gaming experience first. Um, and maybe wait a little bit because GPU prices are still falling. So it's also been a long time since uh, like there's rumors of the index too, isn't there? I mean, there's always rumors of things. So yeah, yeah, but like I I don't know. I I'd focus on the PC, like Linus said, and then hold out on VR. Oh man, I just got a question about uh, server rack. Jake sent me a sick looking server rack. Um, here it is. They're asking which one I use. I just use a basic one from uh, iStar USA, if I recall correctly, at the office. Uh, and it's it's fine. It hasn't collapsed, which is pretty much all I need it to do. But check out this thing. The Ucoustic Cab. Okay? It's got acoustic lining in it. And it's got like this like ducting thing that you can hook up to it. Why are these pictures so bad? Jake sent me better pictures. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, it's available in different sizes. This would be freaking awesome. So this is what I kind of want to put in the mechanical room now. And then we just duct in cooling. Or I guess heat removal we could we could use it for. So thermostatically controlled rear fan blowers, maintain sufficient airflow, require level thermal dissipation, blah, blah, blah. Seems super cool. Uh, so that's one option. Um, uh, what's their name? Uh, Jake... Blah, 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 blah. Where is it? Uh, there's also... These guys have some really cool stuff. Rack Solutions. Um, we're potentially going to use something from them. I don't know. Jake's doing all the research for that, so I'd have to I'd have to get back to you on that one. Uh, Jumly. Did you and Yvonne end up going with a pair of gorgeous sliding glass doors? We are not sure yet. Not sure... Um, I think we're leaning towards... We're not sure what we're doing with the door situation in the theater room because there's some debate as to how important it is that the rear speakers be directly behind the prime viewing location. I would like them there. Yvonne would like a larger door. So <laughs> we will see how that goes. <laughs> I mean, if you get the wall, I think it's going to be a little difficult to get both. Uh, RTD Slayer says, hey, Linus, thoughts on the Activision Blizzard stuff going on? I don't know if you talked about it already. We did, and it's bad. Uh, Alex Forward says, it's not as bad as the Australian housing market. So, hold on a second. Uh, out of context, uh, the response was not to the um, Activision Blizzard thing. It was in response to the housing market here in Canada. No, actually, it is. Um, Vancouver is, if not the, it is literally the second most expensive city in the world. We have a red-hot housing market here right now. It's terrible. Um, yours is terrible, too, to be very clear. They can both be terrible, but yes, ours is very terrible. Competing on which is more terrible is probably not the right fight. Diplanes asks, uh, will you ever do a show on Twit with Leo Laporte? I mean, I've never been invited, so it's hard for me to do a show there. Uh, when USB-C goes to 240 watts, do you think GPUs or other components could be powered by that instead of normal cables and PCs that are used now? Theori theoretically, I guess they could, but no, they won't be. We'll just use big old fat copper conductors like we do now. Especially now that we've got you know GPUs sucking back 400 watts in some cases. Never mind the like peak micro like loads. Uh, okay, so I think that's pretty much it for the WAN show for today. We will see you again next week. Same bad time. 
Same bad channel. Bye. Suit says define terrible because it's a great time to sell. Lol. Yeah, except that you also still need somewhere to live. That's the problem. Great time to sell if you want to move very far. That's the problem. All right. See you later. Bye. Shout out to Coldbud3. What did Coldbud3 do?